Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Well Endowed Podcast. I'm Andrew Paul, and joining me this episode is our producer, Lisa Pruden. Hello. Edmonton is full of generous donors who have created endowment funds at ECF. These funds generate money to support charities in Edmonton and beyond. On this podcast, we share stories about how these funds help strengthen our community, because it's good to be well endowed. And just so all of our listeners know, Elizabeth is doing very well. We just don't have her set up for podcast recording at her house. Yeah, that's right. Um, Andrew and I are currently on our cell phones and blanket forts, um, recording on our own equipment. When was the last time you built a blanket fort, Lisa? Oh, man. I think I built one with my nephew uh, like a number of years ago now. He was really little. Well, I must say it has been uh, one silver lining to all of this social distancing uh, and self-isolation is uh, actually being able to build a fort in my living room again. I actually used to record a podcast in a blanket fort when I first started doing this podcasting thing. So it's kind of a nice little throwback to the the good old days. I like it. I have to admit, it was super fun. I have like cushions and everything in here. I feel I feel like I did it upright. Right. All I need now is like a fireplace and maybe some nice lounge chairs. You know, this this could get out of hand really quick. <laughs> All right. Well. Uh, even though Elizabeth isn't here, uh, she was able to get us a very cool story for this episode. Of course, when the pandemic broke out, the arts were one of the first sectors that were hit, and they were hit hard. Theaters have closed, shows have been cancelled, gatherings have been banned. Hours upon hours of hard work and preparation are now suspended, without pay, for the foreseeable future. This vital part of our culture has been shut down, but Edmonton's creative artists will not go quietly into this good night. The Citadel Theatre has created the Stuck in the House series. It's an amazing series that presents a new performance every single day. And each artist is getting paid. The Citadel is paying a guaranteed artist fee and is also collecting donations that will be distributed back to the artists. You can hear why the team at Edmonton Community Foundation is so excited to sponsor this amazing event. And they're going to need all the help they can get. Their goal is to run the series for every day that the theatre is closed, and that could be a while. So, we are very pleased to bring you this story. Be sure to stay tuned to the end of our show because we want to tell you about ECF's Rapid Response Fund and about some extended deadlines for student awards. Okay, are we ready to share this thing? Let's do it. When the night is cloudy, there is still a light that shines on me. Get right to the washing, don't hesitate. This is the sound of artists who are stuck in their houses, like so many of us. You know what, we're going to put it right in with the rest of our flour, right into the dry ingredients there, and shake it in, no problem whatsoever. Stir it a little bit. We've lost the head of our spoon. So we're just going to reach in. Since March 20th, the Citadel Theatre has presented a live performance on their Facebook page every day. It is the Stuck in the House series, and it is here to help us through this period of self-isolation. It truly is hard to be inside, unable to be near the people you care about, or to keep your routine. Well, I, I'm working from home. I am trapped in my basement during the day. This is Jessie. My name is Jessie Van Ryan, and I'm the producer at Citadel Theatre. 
Jessie told me about how she manages being stuck in the house. I have a three and a half year old who his his dad is taking care of him during the day upstairs and because it's an older home it is uh, very noisy um, upstairs and so I'll be doing video calls and then there will be the like thump 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 crash bang cry but it's been it's been odd and it's hard too because um, theater is such a communal um, exchange uh, even in the Citadel offices it's a family and so it's hard to be away from everyone and the video calls uh, aren't aren't the same so it's it's been hard but she and her family have come up with some great ideas to help keep a sense of routine I love that I get to see my family more often um, and we're spending time together but there's something that comes with that transition of like going to work in the commute and being in, you know, an office situation or in your, your regular workspace and then coming home and being able to do that. So now, you know, my lunch break is, is going upstairs and getting to see my family, which is really great. But it also is it can pull focus. And it's yeah, it's just a mishmash of feelings right now. Like we actually started trying to find different routines at home that um, kind of replicate our our routine when this wasn't happening. And so every morning when it's time for me to quote unquote, go to work, everybody lines up in the kitchen and we quote unquote, drive down to the basement with the the three and a half year old gets to drive the car. Um, And so we just have this little train of my husband, my son and my dog taking me to work in the basement. And then they go back upstairs and go on with their day, but just trying to like have some sort of normalcy, but also it's kind of weird. We are all finding our own ways to keep our sense of normal and to keep our mental health up. It was a big part of why the Citadel embraced the Stuck in the House series. Let me introduce you to Chantelle Gauche. Hi, I'm Chantelle Gauche. I'm the executive director of the Citadel Theatre in Edmonton, and I'm stuck in my house. Chantelle shared some of the challenges she and other leaders in the arts have faced. I think the nature of the work that we do is very much is that we are organizations in motion. So the work that we are sharing with our patrons now has been the result of an investment of a year or two. So all of that investment is in that work that we're sharing now. So to all of a sudden not be able to share it means you've lost all of that investment. You know, the the ticket sales and the revenue that usually you would be um, getting as a result of, you know, putting on your productions, you rely on the revenue to allow you to, invest in the next project, the next season, the things that you're going to be sharing months and, you know, perhaps even years from now. So to have everything stop on a dime um, and also the nature of all the different groups and artists and creative people and tradesmen that we work with at the minute, the work, the, the production stops, the work stops and you have literally have nothing for people to do because you can't plan or produce. And then you're trying to ensure that everyone is Every I've been faced in the last uh, you know ten days. I said every time I turn around, I feel like I'm making a decision that is the biggest decision I've ever had to make, with far-reaching impact. Until like an hour later, when then the new decision I have to make is now the biggest decision. We're doing the best we can, faced with shifting ground and trying to preserve our ability to carry on when this is all over. Through all that shifting ground, Chantelle and her team were looking for a way to keep artists connected and audiences engaged. After seeing celebrities like Jan Arden and Chris Martin offer performances online, Chantelle was inspired. 
you know, it was such a wonderful way to share art. And at a time, I, I call March 12th the day the theater died. It closed down Broadway. We got shut down. Like, everything shut down. And there was all of a sudden an absence of the thing that we sometimes lean on for comfort and inspiration and joy, you know, when it comes to music and theater and all of those things. So I saw Jan Arden do it. I saw Chris Arden do it. And I thought, we have an amazing group of artists, incredibly talented, who have all been thwarted. So looking at it, I said, why don't we figure out how to showcase the artists who weren't able to perform in our productions and you know, we, we say that we want our stakeholders and our audience to be excited, connected, and invested in the Citadel. Well, let's feel connected to our audience. Let's have them be excited about what we're doing and understand why their investment in us for the future is so important. So it seemed like just a, a perfect match. And so the Stuck in the House series was born. Artists whose productions and shows had been cancelled were invited to send their creative work in. We want them to do like a little mini performance. We'll do one every day that we are prevented from gathering together and sharing, you know, their gifts and these beautiful productions and to remind people that we're waiting, you know, we're, we're waiting here for you. We are going to be back. We're going to be back together and sharing all these great things. And there will be an end to this. And let's make sure that as a community, we preserve all the things that make a community worthwhile saving, you know, music and small business and art and all those things. So it just kind of took off. Um, you know, we started talking to some of the artists that weren't just impacted in Citadel shows, but obviously at the Mayfield and for the opera, um, and invited them in and kind of gave them free reign. I hope I don't walk with a limp, but I know I do, especially if I'm tired or not thinking about it all the time. who's on second who's on first i don't know it was so wonderful to see how artists came forward and they were like this is so wonderful because you know they're sitting at home and they have this opportunity to connect with an audience in a different way and i particularly love how the audience gets to see something of their artists that they don't usually see but it's created an intimacy between our audience and the artists in this community that I think is wonderful at a time when we might feel isolated from each other and feel stressed and uncertain and maybe a little hopeless and kind of wondering where it's all going to end up. And we all have those moments. I mean, we're all in it, literally in it together. Um, but to have that, that personal connection and that intimacy and being invited into artists' homes, and it just, it just took off and it's been incredibly well received. We're really, really excited. Here's Jesse Van Ryan again producer at the Citadel. Our artistic director, Daryl Corrin, started emailing artists and inviting them to take part. It was so wild how everybody, um, the response of being asked to participate um, was so infused. It, it just seemed so restorative for so many people of just having something that they could focus on at home that was part of their craft and, and filled them with excitement and also kind of got the creative juices flowing as to what they wanted to do or how they wanted to present it and put it together. And so that was really wonderful to see that other people were as excited about this as we were. And that seeing the videos now, and the other really cool thing is seeing how different they all are and the, the different artistic expression that comes through a very limited medium. There is a, a really fascinating um, energy that comes from seeing these different artists in their homes and in their daily routines and how they are choosing to express themselves 
through their iPhone or through their the web camera on their laptop or um, that sort of thing. It was great. This is the voice of one of those creative artists. Hi, my name is Belinda Cornish. I'm an actor and a playwright and an improviser, uh, and I'm very happy to be here with you. Belinda was excited for the invitation to participate in the Stuck in the House series. What a wonderful way to uh, both highlight artists who are um, stuck in the house and who've had uh, shows cancelled, performances cancelled, projects cancelled or postponed or whatever, and also to, you know, give us all a focus and there's something to do and to keep the art going. A really, really sort of really lovely, lovely way to keep connected and to keep creating. Belinda told me about how the play she had written had to be postponed. My play, The Garneau Block, was supposed to open at the Citadel on March 14th. And, um, and of course, it uh, couldn't, like, like so many productions here in Edmonton and across the country, it, it had, to be, um, had to be postponed, had to be closed down for the time being. And we actually got to uh, dress rehearsal. The, the beautiful, amazing cast did their full dress rehearsal. Um, and we were able to invite uh, a sort of s- small but really warm and lovely audience. And so it was this sort of really beautiful, supportive, bittersweet moment where, uh, you know, members of the community came together and, and got to got to see a version of the show, at least before we had to press pause on it. Then after that, Daryl Cloran reaching out and asking um, asking me if, if we could do a little bit of the Garneau block for the Stuck in the House series sort of felt in a way like an extension of that in that it, it sort of kept the play, play alive, kept the project alive, allowed us to or share a bit of it with, uh, with the public too. It also gave myself and my husband, Mark, um, something to do, <laughs> you know, as we're, as we're sitting here stuck in our house. We were very happy to sort of think of a bit of the show to do and then to rehearse it wildly because, of course, we, we decided to do a, um, a multi-character scene um, which required us learning the lines of uh, eight different characters and um, doing a lot of hack choreography. That seemed like a sort of more fun, fun way to do it. Here is a clip of their video where several members of the Garneau block, all played by Belinda and Mark, are holding a private community event. If it isn't the generous and lovely Mrs. David, <laughs> she of the walnut muffins. Hello. Hey, I'm Barry Mackinaw. I was a friend of Ben's. David. Hi, Madison Weiss. Nice to meet you. What is he doing here? Oh, I, I showed him the flyer. Mark was brilliant. He just came right on board. He's a he's a very generous fellow. The actors who have uh, spent weeks rehearsing these characters and um, turning them into beautifully fully rounded people left us with some large shoes to fill which I'm, I'm quite sure we didn't succeed in filling but at least we filled some hats. I asked Belinda what it was like to perform without an audience. Yeah well yeah it's it's odd I think it's a thing that we're all dealing with right now you know artists across the country um, in in sort of all mediums and all forms are um, suddenly finding themselves, you know, with no live audience because we can't have live audiences. But uh, but everybody's adjusting to that and continuing to create and learning. It's a new world we're living in right now, one in which if we want to create and put our art and creativity out into the world, we have to do it 
through a screen. You know, yeah, it's, it's, it's very different. It's very different not sort of getting that immediate feedback. But yeah, I think, I think we're all adjusting in a fun way. And the, and the other lovely thing is that the sort of communal responses that, that I think we're all receiving online through whichever medium we, uh, you know, we reach out is, is so positive and so enthusiastic. It's, it's just great. And was, you know, so grateful for people being, you know, so positive and happy and, and having enjoyed it. That, that was a happy thing. Watching a video is a different experience for the audience, too. Usually, we show our love by purchasing a ticket, coming to the venue, and sharing our reactions. We get teary-eyed, we laugh, we applaud and smile, so the artist can hear and see that we liked what we saw. But we can't do any of that from behind the screen. How do we show our love? One option is to join the watch parties. Jesse told me about how their team is working hard to make these videos accessible. So uh, I have to give a huge shout out to Mac Brock, who is um, our social media um, expert at Citadel. And he is working with me and Daryl Korn, our artistic director, on this project. And so Mac takes the videos, the artists submit them, and he uploads them to the different uh, social media feeds that we use. And so with Facebook, he can time them, he can upload them and set timings. And a watch party allows for us to premiere, quote unquote, premiere video. Um, And he is able to actively engage with anybody who's watching the video through the comment section. And so it encourages everyone to watch the video at the same time so that there is still a sort of a communal audience feeling to it and that there's um, feedback right then as well um, with, with the audience members that might be watching it from home. One thing that we talked about when we put together the series was how we wanted to release it. And so one of the things we considered was uh, live streaming, which a lot of other arts organizations have taken on. And one thing that we put as a priority was access. We wanted to make sure that our videos were accessible to those who might be uh, deaf or hard of hearing or may not be able to watch videos with sound on if they had a, a audio sensitivity. And so we just wanted to make sure that if we were putting together these videos, that we were taking that into consideration, which is why we've tried to focus our energies on pre-recorded videos. And we asked the artists to give them to us two to five days in advance, depending on where they, where they fall in the, the calendar, so that we have time to caption the videos. So joining a watch party and leaving comments for the archived videos are great ways that we can show our support. And we can also donate. The Citadel is paying each artist a fee, and we'll be sharing those donations back to the artists. One thing we started talking about when we put together this idea last week, when we were kind of throwing everything into the pot um, of the series of, like, how can we make this work best, is that the number one priority is that we wanted to make sure that the artists were being compensated for their time. We had, um, you know, different ideas rolling around about, oh, well, well, we can open it up and accept donations and give them to the artists, but there's no guarantee, um, guaranteed income based on that. And the whole point of this series is to get money back into the pockets um, of the artists. And so what we decided was for each um, performance, we would be able to do a flat fee for the artists, and then any donations received on top of that would be split evenly amongst the different videos. And so that way, at the end of this, we know for a fact that all of the artists have been paid a fee. But then we also know that there's this 
these donations that have come in that the artists also get access to. Chantelle Gauche encourages people to use those donation links. For Chantelle, it's not just for today. She is thinking about what kind of community we will want when we're on the other side of this extremely difficult time. And then we actually have a, you know, a donation link on every single video and we, you know, you can donate at the Citadel for the, the artist and it is the actual Stuck in the House series artist fund and 100% of that will go to the artist and you know, I, I, I'm sure it's not replacing their, their income from all these different programs, um, productions and gigs that have been cancelled, but it is something and I think, you know, now more than ever we will, we will value what the arts brings to a community in terms of connection and the arts has a way of being able to do it even when we can't come together physically. And I think we're seeing that all over the world with opera singers singing from balconies and people doing TikTok, you know, uh, dance parties and all of those things as, as I think that are, are leaning into music and theater and performance. That is what is going to remind us of our humanity at a time when we're being, you know, sort of put in these little isolated boxes. So, um, uh, that's the way to show appreciation. Financially support, lots of love, lots of emojis, lots of comments, and share. You know, share on Facebook uh, with your friends from all over the world. And invest in next season. Invest in the community that you want to have when you come out of this. We want there to be beautiful theater and music and art. And in order for that to happen, you have to invest now. Buy your season tickets. Buy your tickets to the Winspear. Buy your membership at the AGA. Do all of those things so that we can continue to plan for when we do come out the other end of this. So the Stuck in the House series began on March 20th, and we recorded these interviews the following week. In its first seven days, the series had over 20,000 views on Facebook and had already raised over $2,000. The response has been incredible. Here's Jesse again. It's great. And... We've committed to doing, um, uh, so far where we've, we've committed to 50, but the idea is that we want to do this until we're back in the theater. And what we mean by back in, th- in the theater is like when we're back at work, when the theater, when the building is back in and the artists are back at work. So when we are able to start rehearsals for our first project after the gathering ban has lifted, that's when the series will end. And so we're, you know, we've got an incredible lineup of artists between now and whenever that happens. The other cool thing is that it's not just actors. There's musicians, there's dancers, um, you know, there's comedy. There's a lot of different um, elements that we're able to share about how uh, incredible and diverse the Edmonton performing arts community is. Like this first week has been incredible, but there's so many amazing things coming up too. Did you watch the Audrey Ochoa one from yesterday? No, not yet. That one was uh, is really fascinating because when you put out these calls, you're never quite sure what the artist is going to put together, and they have the freedom to do that. And Audrey's video, you know, she's at home. One of the clips that she put together is this multi-camera edited cover of a song from Town, and she's playing guitar, and she's got multiple trombone tracks going, and it's you know, it's, and it's also very funny, um, the way she's edited it together. So we were all gobsmacked when we saw that video. And, you know, you, you get a video at eight o'clock at night and you're doing other work and you press play and then it's so beautiful. You just kind of start weeping to yourself in the basement, which it sounds weird, but it was a good, it was a good week. Friends, after this chat, I did watch this video and I too had a good weep. I was alone so long, I- didn't even know that I was lonely 
the cold so long I didn't even know that I was cold Turn my color to the wind This is how it's always been As we close the story, I wanted to leave you with how actor and playwright Belinda Cornish sees people coming together. I think actually, in a funny way, it's how this moment in time where we all are all forcibly socially isolated is turning into one of the most powerful moments of community I think I've ever seen. Um, although we are physically distant from each other, we're all making such a a conscious and active effort to reach out and find ways that we can be connected and that we can share this moment, that we can continue to to share our work, that we can continue to create. And we're getting more and more innovative about it sort of as the days go by. Um, you know, uh, creators don't stop creating. We are all an innovative and... Uh, endlessly driven bunch. We have a hunger to to make things. And I think that we'll go on doing that and we'll keep going on finding ways to do that. And uh, things like Stuck in the House series were such a, such a beautiful idea in terms of giving us all a, a platform and a venue and an encouragement to keep doing that. Thanks very much to Chantel Gauche, executive director at The Citadel, Jesse Van Ryan, producer at The Citadel, and actor Belinda Cornish for sharing their time and creativity with us. And thanks to Mac Brock. He's the community and media engagement specialist at The Citadel. You didn't hear his voice, but he helped us behind the scenes with scheduling interviews and sharing the performance clips you heard. So if you want to catch tomorrow's performance, head on over to The Citadel's Facebook page. And as always, we'll have links in our show notes to that page and to where you can see the upcoming schedule and, of course, to make donations. All right. We wanted to tell you about our new Rapid Response Fund developed in response to the COVID-19 pandemic. ECF is committing $500,000 of its unrestricted funds to seed this Rapid Response Fund. ECF will leverage its extensive granting experience and its excellent relationships with other funders and networks of charity partners to determine grant recipients and amounts granted that could make an impact now. Because the pandemic affects some groups and people in the community more significantly than others, we'll use our support to address some of those inequities. If you'd like to learn more about the Rapid Response Fund, you can check it out at ecfoundation.org or check our show notes for the link. And we also promise to update you about student awards. Some deadlines have been extended for three of these. First is the Belcor Brought So Métis Awards. These awards range from two to $10,000 and are for Métis students who are residents of Alberta. The deadline to apply is now April 30th. And there are the Winspear Scholarships for Advanced Classical Music and the Rinald and Vera Sheen Memorial Scholarship. Both of these awards focus on students who will study classical music. Right, and applications for the Winspear Scholarship are now due on May 15th. And applications for the Rinald and Vera Sheen Scholarship are now due on June 1st. And we have one more annual grant coming up, the Edmonton Refugee and Emerging Communities Awards. These range from $1,000 to $2,000. And as the name suggests, the award supports refugees and immigrants from emerging communities in the greater Edmonton area. 
We'll have all the links in our show notes. Friends, we know it's a hard time right now, especially for those of us who have lost incomes and other resources like childcare. It's hard for people who are already considered vulnerable, like people who experience homelessness or have already been dealing with loneliness. It is certainly a time to be looking out for one another. Many people are coming together to help provide support. We'll have some links to resources in our show notes, and we'll continue to bring you stories about our amazing community during this time. That brings us to the end of the show. Thanks to all of you amazing listeners for tuning in. If you like this episode, be sure to share it with your friends. Talk about it when you Zoom. Or tweet. Or when you're shouting at passersby from your balcony. Maybe don't shout at random people from your balcony. Okay, but if you have time, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Those reviews are a big help. You can follow us on Facebook, too. That's a good place to see pictures from the episodes and share your thoughts with us. Please come talk to us. Thanks again for hanging out with us. We've been your hosts, Andrew Paul. And Lisa Pruden. Until next time. Until next time. (laughs) Do that one more time. Okay, you count us in. All right, three, two, one. Until Until next time. Until next time. (laughs) We did it. Yay. The Well Endowed Podcast is produced by Edmonton Community Foundation. And is an affiliate member of the Alberta Podcast Network. The show is edited by Lisa Pruden. You can visit our website at thewellendowedpodcast.com. Subscribe to us on iTunes. And follow us on Twitter at the ECF. Our theme music is by Octavo Productions. And as always, don't forget to visit Edmonton Community Foundation at ecfoundation.org. Well Endowed.